invite you to open your Bibles to Matthew 6. And I want to ask you a question. Are you real? Are you real? Are we real? What do I mean by that? Well, the Bible says in Matthew 6 verse 1, Beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. These, this warning is against not being real. This warning is against simply pretending to be something to win the praise of others. Now, in the New Testament, there are some people that are specifically said not to be real. In Matthew 23, in verse 5, Jesus warned about the Pharisees and scribes, and he said in verse 5, they do all their deeds. To be noticed by men, for they broaden their phylacteries and lengthen the tassels of their garment. He goes on, but he said they do all their deeds to be noticed by men. They were always playing to the audience, not as concerned about God as they were about what others thought of them. We see the same kind of thing in John 5, 44. How can you believe when you receive glory from one another and do not seek the glory that is from the only God? You're seeking glory from each other. You're not seeking glory from God. In John 12, verses 42 and 43, Nevertheless, many even of the rulers believed in Him, because the Pharisees, they were not confessing Him, for fear they would be put out of the synagogue, for they loved the approval of men rather than the approval of God. Now that is striking to me. Here are people who believe Jesus was the Messiah. They believed it. But they wouldn't confess it because they were more concerned about people's praise than they were with God. Now I want to tell you something that really is unique about this passage. Everything we've talked about to this point in the Sermon on the Mount and most everything we could talk about in Scripture is more tempting to us when we're alone than when we're in a crowd like this. This is something that is more tempting when we're together 
as the people of God. I'm thankful that you're here on a snowy day. And you know, I never expected anything different when I got up this morning and made it here. And in the light of what we were saying in the Bible class and what we were seeing together, I want to be thankful for that. I want to be thankful that you can be depended upon to be here rain, snow, or shine. But understand, this is going to be a greater temptation in this setting than in other settings. And I will tell you something else. This is going to be a greater temptation to us the more intimately our lives are tied together as the people of God. Probably your temptation if you work in a place with many ungodly people is not to pretend to be righteous when you're not. You probably are not tempted in those cases to be seen praying or in those cases be seen fasting. You're only going to be tempted to do those things for God, for man's approval in a setting like this. Where people would appreciate prayer. And people would appreciate giving. And people would appreciate fasting. This temptation hits us harder in this setting. He gives three illustrations of how to live this out. Three illustrations. Verse 1 warned us of doing this before men to be noticed by them. The same phrase before men, the exact same phrase is used in 5.16. Matthew 5.16. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. There we talked about... And I quoted this from a commentator. We talked about the need for private devotion and public exposure. But public exposure also runs the danger that we may want public exposure for the wrong purpose. The purpose in Matthew 5 and verse 16 was to do our works before men in a way to glorify our Father who is in heaven. To call attention to His greatness, not ours. But the temptation can be in Matthew 6 and verse 1 to do these things so that we may be noticed by them. He applies this to giving. He applies this to Prayer, he applies this to fasting. Let's read these words, and I want you to look for some phrases that are common through each, because these sections are pretty closely aligned with each other. Verse 2, when you give to the poor, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets. That they may be honored by men. Truly I say to you. They have their reward in full. But you. 
When you give to the poor, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. So that your giving will be in secret. And your father who sees what he's done in secret will reward you. When you pray, you're not to be like the hypocrites. For they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so they may be seen by men. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when you pray, go into your inner room, close your door, and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees what He's done in secret will reward you. Verse 16. Whenever you fast, do not put on a gloomy face as hypocrites do. For they neglect their appearance so they will be noticed by men when they are fasting. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face. So that your fasting will not be noticed by men, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Did you notice some things that were consistent? First of all, in each of these sections, Jesus tells us what not to do. When you're giving, don't blow the trumpet before you and call attention to yourself. When you are praying, don't do it in the synagogues and on the street corners. Don't, when you're fasting, put on a gloomy face. And that word gloomy, the only other time that word is used in the New Testament is to talk about those two disciples on the way to Emmaus in Luke 24 verse 17, whose face was sad, thinking of all the things that had transpired in the last few days. Don't put on a gloomy face. To be seen by men. He tells us what not to do. And then he tells us. That if we do it this way. That we're going to be paid in full. Now do you see the word in verse 2. Truly. Truly. Uh, It is also. And I'm reading from the New American Standard Bible. It may be worded differently in your version. But in verse 2. The word truly. In verse 5. The word truly. In verse 16. The word truly. This is the Greek word. Amen. And Jesus would preface a statement by amen. To show its seriousness and importance. And Jesus is saying, listen, if you're doing things simply to be honored by others and simply to win their approval and praise, you have been paid in full. You're going to receive back when they tell someone else, man, I'm really impressed with that guy. I'm really impressed with that lady. When they say that, that's all you're going to get. But when Jesus tells us what to do, he makes a strong contrast. That first verse there should be 6 verse 3. But Jesus is making a strong contrast and the you is emphatic. In contrast, in contrast to 
sounding a trumpet before you when you give. Don't let your left hand know what your right is doing. In contrast to trying to be seen and praying the most public of places, go into your closet. And in contrast to making sure everyone knows when you're fasting, make sure they don't know. Make sure they don't know. And the Bible says that your father sees your secret service. The word secret is used here repeatedly. It's used six times in these passages. Six times the word secret is used. Give it secret. And your father will reward you. Now, what does all this mean? When you give, don't sound a trumpet before you. Some suggest that they literally did sound trumpets sometimes in some calls to give. It could be literal. It could be metaphorical. We talk about someone blowing their horn. And Jesus is telling us, don't do that. When the trumpet sounds and everyone gives, if you do it simply to be honored by men, and men praise you for how generous you are and how merciful you are and how giving you are, that's all the praise you're going to give. But you, when you give, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Now, How do we reconcile that with the fact that Jesus himself calls attention to other people's giving? He saw many rich people putting large amounts in the treasury. But in Mark chapter 12, verses 41 through 44, there is a poor widow who puts in two left. Jesus calls attention to her gift. And Luke, inspired Luke, calls attention to Barnabas selling a piece of land and laying the money at the apostles' feet. It gives attention to Barnabas giving all in Acts 4, 36 and 37. point is not that it's wrong if someone else finds out. But we're not doing this. For congratulation from man. Now that phrase, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Hard to take literally, isn't it? And I don't think it's literal. But I want to tell you an instance that's pretty close to that. The king will say to those on his right hand, Come, inherit the blessing 
prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger. And you invited me in. Naked. And you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison. And you came to me. Then the righteous will answer. Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? And thirsty and give you a drink? And when did we see you a stranger and invite you in and naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick and in prison and visit you? It almost sounds like their left hand didn't know what their right hand was doing. And they had helped so many and done so much good. They weren't even conscious. Who your father, who is in secret, knows everything you've given. I tell you a passage I love. Matthew ten forty two. Whoever in the name of a disciple gives to one of these little ones even a cup of cold water to drink. Truly I say to you, he shall not lose his reward. Jesus knows. God knows. Jesus recognized that all the rich were putting in abundance. But Jesus recognized that this poor woman who put in maybe the equivalent of a quarter in our day was giving all that she had. Your father sees. And he knows. He says, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites. Who love to pray in the synagogues and in the street corners. Is Jesus condemning public prayer? He's not condemning public prayer. For he himself engages in it many times. In the gospel, before the feeding of the 4,000, the feeding of the 5,000. He prays to God before this whole crowd. He is not criticizing public Prayer, And when he talks about them standing and praying, he's not criticizing the posture of their prayer. He is condemning the purpose of their prayer. That the purpose of the prayer is much more concerned with others thinking well of them than it is a pouring out their heart to God. 
You remember a biblical story? Younger people, I'm sure you remember this. A new king has come to town. Some of his servants say, O king, why not make a decree that for 30 days no one can make a request of any god or any man except you? Remember that story? And Daniel knew that the writing was signed. And he kneels down toward Jerusalem with his windows open three times a day and continues to give thanks and to pray just like he always did. Isn't Daniel acting differently than Jesus calls us to here? Uh Uh-uh. Daniel is in a different situation. Where prayer is on trial, it is time to come out of the closet. It is time to let people know that we are disciples. But when we're in a situation where prayer is praised, it's time to go to the closet. If we're in a situation where we are tempted to pray, to be praised for our prayers, to be praised for our eloquence. He says, go into your inner room and pray to your Father who is in secret and your Father who sees what is in secret will reward you. And the same for fasting. We are not told a specific day of year, the year to fast as the Jews did on the 10th day of the 7th month. We do find early Christians fasting and praying. And we find attention called to that in Acts 13 verses 1 through 3. When Paul and Barnabas went on what we speak of as their first missionary journey. Or in Acts 14, 23. When they appointed elders in the church with fasting and prayer. But Jesus says you don't do it in a way to call attention to yourself. You don't do it to put on a gloomy face to be seen fasting by men. To be praised by men. But anoint your head. Wash your face. Your fasting will not be noticed by God, excuse me, not be noticed by man, but by your Father who is in secret. Now, I want us to make three points. One thing that Jesus tells us here, don't be a hypocrite. Don't be fake. I found this interesting. Matthew uses that term 15 times. It's used less than 20 times in the New Testament. Matthew uses about 15 times. But this is what I was particularly calling attention to. The only person in the New Testament who calls someone a hypocrite is Jesus. Maybe that tells us we ought to be careful and draw that conclusion. Jesus can draw that conclusion. We ought to be careful in that. 
Jesus is the only one who uses this term. If I've missed something, let me know. Look that up and let me know. Now, you've heard this definition. And it's mentioned in several things uh, that I read that it, one of the definitions of a hypocrite was an actor who pretends to be a particular part, who puts on a mask and who pretends to be someone or something that he isn't. And the way that you biblically, it is to stress that we want to be who we claim to be. Would people say of you, and would people say of me, that they're real, that you're real? (coughs) That what they are when they're together with the people of God is what they are when they're apart from the people of God. Would people say that? Now, if you say I struggle with that, I struggle with it. And like I stated, this is something that's more tempting when we're together. This is something that is more tempting the more your life is tied with the people of God. This is a problem that will affect a preacher, say, more than a common member of the congregation. Because it is his work world and it is his whole world. In some respects. But the Bible encourages secret discipleship to build our relationship with God. Now, as I was stating earlier in using Daniel as an example, I am not saying this to retreat from the public square or to deny him before men. That is not my point at all. No, Before an unbelieving world, they need the reminder that, yes, Jesus is the way. And there are people seeking to point others to him. But when we're in a situation where we are tempted to do our works to be seen of men, when it is you and God in the closet, It's kind of hard to pretend to be something you're not. It's hard to pretend to be something you're not. When it's just you. You're an omniscient God. And I would say. It is those secret moments. That will give us strength to stand publicly like it did with Daniel. When Daniel kept praying three times a day, he was doing what he'd always done. He did it when it was legal and he did it when it was illegal. And all these things that Jesus has said are practical instruction 
live out what he's saying. Jesus calls us, gives simple, practical steps to live out our faith. And every time that you give, with no one knowing what you've done, and every time you pray, when no one sees what you're doing, and every time you fast, and no one knows about it, it is strengthening that relationship with Him. And it is making you real. And strengthening you to stand publicly. But this whole section is built on the fact that God is omniscient. He knows our motives. He knows our motives and He sees our secret service. He sees when you pray and no one else knows. He sees when you give and no one else knows. He sees the same when you fast. He sees all these things. And He knows Who's real and who's not. Now, this can be viewed both ways. This could be terrifying to us. Or this could be comforting to us. This could be comforting to us. I love this passage in John 21. Where Jesus keeps asking Peter, you know this passage. Do you love me? And Jesus says, Lord, you know that. He asked him again. He says, you know that I love you. And he asked him a third time. And he changes his answer a little bit He says, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Would we as observers, would we have said for sure, oh yes, Peter loved Jesus. He just denied him three times. But he says, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. I think this is comforting. I think this is liberating. We want to do things, as Paul said in 2 Corinthians 8, in the context of taking up a collection of the poor Christians in Jerusalem. We want to do things honest in the sight of men, as well as honest in the sight of God. We want to do things honest in the sight of men. But I want to tell you. Everyone gives the performance of their life to mixed reviews. 
I have heard it said of some people, you'll never hear anyone speak evil. And I wonder about that introduction. And I thought, well, that'll never be said of me. And lo and behold, one year it was said of me. And I thought, that's not true. That's not the truth. But you know, in a certain respect, while we want to provide things honest in the sight of all men, it doesn't matter what he does. It doesn't matter. As long as we're serving God. And we don't have to worry about someone being impressed with who we are and what we've done and all we've accomplished or how sincere we are or how devout we are. doesn't make a difference. Because He knows. He knows. And if we are devout, if we are sincere, if we are praying in secret and giving and fasting in such a way not as to draw the attention of the crowd, It may be that a person does that and they do win the accolades of the crowd. And it may be that a person does that and lives that way and is overwhelmed by everyone. But it doesn't make any difference. Because the greatest thing is that God will see. And God will rule. And I want to tell you something. If you're sincere, if you're sincere, everybody's going to know it one day. Everyone will know it. In Revelation 3 verse 9, Jesus told the church at Philadelphia, Behold, I will cause those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. I will make them come and bow down at your feet and make them know that I've loved you. If you're sincere, if you're living this way, And you will be rewarded by God. Whether others recognize it or not, the God who sees in secret will reward you. And one of the reasons I read Matthew, I read Matthew ten forty two earlier, but one of the reasons I called attention to it here is because it also uses that word reward. And it uses that word reward in what we would speak of as very insignificant service. Giving a cup of cold water. But whoever in the name of a disciple gives to one of these little ones even a cup of cold water to drink. Truly I say to you, he will not lose his reward. God sees. 
God knows. And God will reward. May that be enough for me and you. Let us pray. O Lord, we come before you with no pretense, with no mask, because you know who each of us is, who we are, what we think, what we do, and whether this passage is a struggle for us or not. Lord, you know that with every one of us. We just ask you for your mercy and your forgiveness for times that we may have violated this principle. For times that we may have sought the praise of men more than your approval, forgive us. Help us to humble ourselves before you, realizing that ultimately all our life just comes down us and you may we humble ourselves before you submit to you and do your will knowing you and your grace will strengthen us and hold us and take care of us. Thank you, God. Hold us in your hand. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, wherever you are spiritually, God knows and Christ knows. If you are not concerned about his relation, your relationship with him, he knows that. And we hope you change your mind. If you are, you know and you are ready to do something. If you believe that Jesus died for your sins and is willing He died for your sins and was raised again. He is willing to forgive you. Why not rush to Him this morning to repent and to be baptized, to have your sins washed away as we stand and sing?